The Bible Study Podcast, episode 393. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of Psalms with Psalm 56. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. Psalm 56 is yet another Psalm of David and very, very similar to Psalm 55. Again, tempted to skip over it, but I think there's some things in here that we can learn from. And it goes like this. Be merciful to me, my God, for my enemies are in hot pursuit. All day long they press their attack. My adversaries pursue me all day long. In their pride, many are attacking me. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you, in God, whose word I praise. In God, I trust and am not afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? And so we find David in a little better situation than he was last week when he was ready to run away. He still has enemies. He's still running from them. And yet, in this case, he is putting his trust in God and he's not afraid. This is the same David who writes, A thousand will fall at my left and ten thousand at my right. But basically, what does he have to be afraid if he puts his trust in God? So, still in a bad situation, but not on a bad day in terms of his faith. But the part that I was interested in is actually the next part here. All day long they twist my words. All their schemes are for my ruin. They conspire, they lurk, they watch my steps, hoping to take my life. Because of their wickedness, do not let them escape. In your anger, God, bring the nations down. The part that I thought was interesting here is the behavior of his enemies in this case. And clearly his enemies, as portrayed in this psalm, are evil. But one of the things that we can learn for our lives We can learn from those who are doing the wrong thing what the wrong thing is. And so if we look at the behavior of his enemies, it is the opposite behavior than we expect for friends, if that makes sense. So all day long they twist my words. They are looking for David's destruction. They are looking for things to happen that are bad for David. I'm reading through, uh, just recently was reading through the book of Daniel, and I'm thinking as the other advisors are jealous of Daniel, they're looking for something to catch him with. They're looking for something to trip him up. And this is the same thing that's going on here. And what are we supposed to do instead? The opposite of this, I think, is to live our life with a little more grace. In the sense of not trying to twist your words, but assuming you meant to say the right thing, or assuming the best for what you're saying, or at least asking and clarifying, you know, I'm sure you don't feel that way. Did you mean to say such and such? It's it's really is the opposite because one is to look for someone's destruction. One is to look for bad things to happen, to hope that bad things happen. And the other is to love someone, to hope that good things happen. How often do we twist the words of those that we love even? I don't know if you've ever had a disagreement with your wife, as I've had occasionally over 33 years of marriage, where you're thinking, no, that wasn't what I was saying. I wasn't trying to attack you. I wasn't trying to say negative things. Why are you taking it that way? And why do we so often take things the wrong way? I think we're called to live a little more gracefully, called to be a little more forgiving. It says, all their schemes are for my ruin. They conspire, they lurk, they watch my steps. What's the opposite of that? What are we called to do for those we love? 
If anything, we're called to conspire for someone's good. If we talk about them behind their back, what do we talk about? Do we talk about how we can help? Do we talk about how wonderful they are? Do we talk about ways to build them up? That's the opposite of what these people are doing for David. They lurk, they watch my steps. How nice instead if the way we treat our kids, for instance, is if we're waiting for chances to praise them, if we're waiting for chances to tell them how wonderful they are, if we're going out of our way, if we're going out of our way to remind the people that we love on a daily basis why we love them and why they are so lovable, how different that would be. They conspire, they lurk, they watch my steps, hoping to take my place. You can see the jealousy here. How much instead are we called, for instance, in the body of Christ to rejoice in the good fortune of others? Even though it's not ours, how much our good fortunes are supposed to be shared? That somebody else gets that job that we wish we had and we think how wonderful for them. That's what we're called to. We're called to hold each other up, to pull each other up, to build each other up and not to pull each other down. David goes on, record my misery, list my tears on your scroll. Are they not in your record? Then my enemies will turn back when I call for help. By this I will know that God is for me. In God, whose word I praise, in the Lord, whose word I praise, in God I trust and am not afraid. What can man do to me? I am under vows to you, my God. I will present my thank offerings to you. For you have delivered me from death and my feet from stumbling, that I may walk before God in the light of life. I like what David has to say here. He is trusting in God. He's trusting in God whose word I praise, whose word I praise. He keeps repeating that. He's holding in value the wisdom and the messages and the promises of God as we are called to hold them of great esteemed value, more value than the directions we may be getting from someone else. And he says, I call for help. I I know that my enemies will turn back. I know that God will help me. And I will see in that help the hand of God, basically. David has been delivered from death. David has been delivered from death so that he can walk in the light of life. I think of the verses from Colossians that he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. I pray this week that you would walk in the light of life, that you would be delivered from darkness, from those who are conspiring against you and that you yourself, that I myself would work to build up those we love. With that, we'll end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Chris2x. And as always, thanks so much for listening.
Hey there, it's Nicole Eunice from the How to Study the Bible podcast, and I'd love to invite you to join us as we weekly discover a passage of God's Word together. From beginning to end, from principles to practicals, we are here to make sure that God's Word is powerful and relevant to your life. If that sounds like something you're looking for, I would love to invite you to subscribe. You can go to lifeaudio.com and search How to Study the Bible, and we'll see you there.